So tell me about your journey to the Philippines. Okay, so I'll just brief you with some intro on why I decided to go to the Philippines. So after my 11th and 12th, uh, we have to give this entrance exam that is called NEET NEET, which helps you to uh, get into a government college or a private college for your MBBS. So un- during my time, unfortunately, uh, I didn't qualify to get the desired marks or this uh, desired score that would uh, a lot give me a government college. And when we talk about the private colleges in India, that's really expensive. So, you know, if you are willing to spend that much amount of money, then you're good to go. But otherwise, it can be really difficult. So I tried, I decided to drop that option. And I thought that if I wanted, if I really want to do this, I should look for some other options. And that's how I came across that uh, we can also go abroad and pursue MBBS. So there were many options like Ukraine, uh, Russia, China, Philippines. Uh, and my tuition sir during that time, he told me about this place called Philippines, which is like a really nice country. And the cost of living is great. The education is great. It's a tropical country as well, like in like India. So I did my research and uh, I got to know about the place. How is it like? And then I approached to my parents and I told them about my decision that I want to go to this place and I want to pursue MBBS. Um, I even decided to take a drop here so that I can prepare for the competitive exam again and then give it the next year. But then my dad wasn't happy with that decision. So I ended up uh, finalizing that I would go to the Philippines. You mentioned that doing the NEAT exam is quite difficult and the fees in India were quite high. So can you tell me why... And what are the fees like in India? Okay, so uh, basically, when I talk about need being difficult, it's more than difficult, it's more, I would say it's more competitive because uh, there are a lot of students who apply for this exam each year. Like, for example, uh, uh, last year only, I heard that around one lakh uh, 50,000 students, uh, I suppose, appeared for that exam. And all in all, in India, there are only 75,000 seats available for just MBBS and that too in government and private. So you can see the competitive ratio that's quite high. And uh, only the higher rank, uh, higher rank holders would be getting a government seat. Were your parents comfortable with you moving to another country? And also, how did you feel about moving? Uh, Well, that was never a problem in my family. My parents have always been very encouraging. And uh, my mom was kind of scared. But at the same time, she always wanted me to pursue dreams and goals that I have for myself. And uh, that was never a barrier. She, Even though she was scared, but she wanted me to go out there and live my life, see how the college life is like. like. Because after all, even if I would have got in India, maybe I would have gone to a hostel to some other state. 
so this time it was like i was moving to a different country i don't think i was nervous i was rather more excited i guess uh it was my first foreign trip uh <laughs> i had never been to an aeroplane uh like i've been to an aeroplane but i never went outside of india so it was like a first international uh trip for me. when you arrived were there any challenges or any difficulties or things that you didn't expect um well uh i for, honestly i never saw anything as a challenge i had made had made sure that i'll be open minded to everything that comes around me so uh when i researched about the place i knew that it was like a developing country so there are some areas which are like really posh and there there are some areas which are kind of underdeveloped so i was quite aware of that aspect and then before joining the college i had already communicated with few of the people to know about the college and how it's like how is the study pattern so so i knew that once i go there i would be meeting these people so that they can help me understand the place and the area and everything food food was a problem in the beginning because uh uh you have all kinds of meat over there and uh you know that's not how it works in india like we either have a vegetarian food or maybe a chicken or a mutton or a seafood right but there you'll have all different kinds of meat so i'd never eaten that so that was different and how did you cope with say the language differences or the culture difference what did you do um, english is widely spoken there so the country was uh, had english and spanish colonies back in the past so english is quite widely spoken everyone speaks english quite well even if they are they are even if they don't uh some of them you'll find they are like they would hesitate to speak because they are not comfortable but they do speak so that's not a problem even maybe you'll find some people who are like from a really low socio economic background so they won't be able to speak so that's when uh, we started learning some local basic words so that that would be helpful for us to take the local transport or talk talk to the shopkeepers now that you're back in india did you have to do another exam yes so uh, after i finished my med school uh, i came back to india and in order to get the registration we had to give this exam called fmge it's a foreign medical graduate exam which is uh, something that all the uh, indian gra- indian students who have studied abroad have to give So this passing mark for this exam is uh, 150 marks out of 300 you just have to get 50% in order to pass this exam and then after that you can uh, apply for the provisional registration in your state and then look for the hospitals in order to do a uh, one year compulsory rotation that is internship and then you can apply for the permanent registration so you mentioned right. that the structure i'm um, in the philippines was quite similar to the usmle so right why did you not choose to pursue the usmle i had this thing in the back of my mind that maybe i would think of going to the uk if not in india because um uh, i've always uh, wished to 
I, I mean, European countries is something that always attracted me, the history and everything. And I had also done some research during my med school that the work-life balance and the training over there is really good. You get a lot of time to either to go for work and also you can do some, you can have some side hobbies and have your own time. So that kind of lifestyle always attracted me. So I had... Your journey towards coming to the UK, what have you had to do and how have you found it? Got the uh, IELTS book and I practiced with that. Uh, so I used, uh, there was this uh, app on Play Store for speaking skills. I'm not sure uh, what the name was. I think it was uh, IELTS Speaking Pro, something like that. So I yeah. used that. I saw many, uh, I saw this English su- speaking success channel on uh, YouTube. Keith, Keith English classes as well. So they have these uh, speaking uh, sessions, mock uh, mock sessions. So I used to watch that. I would maybe practice at home with my sister, uh, look in the mirror and try to speak. Or sometimes I would record myself while speaking to know uh, if how, because I have this problem of fumbling while speaking. And how about the pub? Uh, for now, I have focused on Plabable and Plabkeys. I've got the subscription for Plabable. So I'm using that. I've read a lot of posts that uh, Plabable is like a Bible for this exam. So you must do this question bank. And uh, then we have Plabkeys that is like a revision uh, guide for Plabable solutions. Uh, You can just go through the whole PDF and that would be easier to understand the topics that is discussed in Plabable. And then we also have med revisions, I guess, but uh, I haven't tried that yet. So I'm just sticking on these two uh, resources as of now. Is there anything you're looking forward to or nervous about? Uh, well, current- now I'm looking forward to my Plab 1 exam. And then after that, if I clear that, then it would be Plab 2. So I just hope that this uh, route goes well for me and it works for me. I just hope for that. I find it really interesting that you said you're looking forward to an exam. Well, I think that's an Asian thing. We are maybe always in a hurry to, you know, uh, go go step by step. And uh, if we are done with one exam, then we have to look forward for the another exam that could help us uh, reach our specific goal for that year or maybe whatever whatever far-fetched dream that we have so i think it's like a very uh, desi thing i would say and it kind of uh, you know it kind of been inculcated by our parents that you should always make sure that you're uh, doing well in your career whatever branch that you take up in life but you should uh, i mean you should that pressure is always there among uh, among families and the parents have always taught us that you should do well in whatever you're doing. Look back in time. If there was no pressure to go into medicine, would you right. still have wanted to become a doctor? If not, what would you have become? Uh, I think uh, 
I I remember at this brief period in my life where I wanted to become an event uh, management planner. <laughs> uh because i had seen a movie of uh, of Jennifer Lopez named Wedding Planner and it was like stuck with me i always wanted to decorate things decorate events so maybe i would have gone for that because i think uh still in india uh, becoming a planner with uh, event management planner or becoming an artist is still considered unconventional Thank you so much. I really really enjoyed talking to you and I hope you really enjoyed the podcast as well. Thank you so much. Thank you.